0: What a day. It's promises to be there on Saturday at Ascot. It is the Damien Oliver Gold Rush Day, but it's Ollie's day. One of the greatest, in fact, the greatest. When you have a look at his Group 1 record, it's his final day of race riding. I'm so happy he's doing it in Perth where it all started. All of his family will be there, a lot of his friends too. Based in WA and travelling from the eastern states and um, racing gets a chance to send... Send off one of its favourite sons. And can he win the Damien Oliver Gold Rush? Morning ready to go. He's got a tough barrier to overcome. And Pete Anthony joins me now. day, Pete. Good morning to yeah. you. Good
1: morning to you, Gareth.
0: I guess he needs a couple of factors. Um, he needs horses to be able to run on. And when I've just had a look at the wind conditions, it doesn't get up above 20Ks, which is always a concern. Do you think there will be? there's a chance for them to run on on Saturday?
1: Look, I think there has to be. We've seen the wide lanes play pretty consistently so far this season, and I just don't think the speed is particularly strong. We're looking at horses like Savateur Excel leading potentially with Massimo, Baby Paris, Comfort Mead, maybe Valor Road um, from the widest gate, or one of the widest gates has to come across and might even be able to cross there, and that's probably the best chance that horse has is being able to dictate the race, but... I mean, outside of road the rest of the speed looks pretty iffy. So there's every chance they slow into the corner. We've seen that a few times, and horses building momentum coming to the wide part of the track. They'll get the final crack there. So, look, uh, I'm not completely discounting Moutamek. He's probably short enough at the current quote, but I think his firm track profile is probably as good as any horse that I've seen come across from the East recently.
0: So Ripcord, $6.00. Super Smink, $6.00. She still hasn't got a start, has she?
1: No, no. We're still just waiting there to see if uh, two of them drop out, but I think that would be uh, very unlikely. unlikely.
0: Comfort me at $7. Someone needs to comfort a few of the all-in <laughs> super spink um, punters. And I didn't have anything on super spink. Um, no. I just still think she should be in the field. Ayrton at $8. Monomac at 9 Mick Price believes there might be a bit of pace here. He disagrees with you a little bit. it would be interesting to see where Laney gets to with Ayrton. Valor Road at 10 Bustler at ten, Dom de Shoot at twelve. Both those horses coming back from the north interesting enough. Well, Dom de Shoot has has had support, has has had some support, um, and then Red Care Man at thirteen dollars. So, which way are you playing in the Gold Rush, mate?
1: Well, it's a real marginal race at this stage in terms of the market, and it really needs to open up, and we'll get a better chance on Saturday. At this stage, the closest I have to a bet is Ayrton. Um, yeah. I'm looking for horses in that three wide line, and I think laying on board, he's you know. He's obviously one of the best in in the world and obviously comes back to to Ascot. He knows the track well enough. He knows the horse well. I think he can just get the horse into a three wide with cover position and he'll get just the perfect opportunity to be able to just flood into the straight and get to those wide lanes. So he's the most likely for me. Red Can Man, I've got a slide over as well. So again, his run last start was just enormous. He really should have finished far closer, if not even challenged for the for the win there um, against overpass And the other horse that I just want to keep an eye on is Resortman. Again, another yes. r- really luckless run, but um, there was money around for him first up. He's got a good second up profile. His best at the 1,400 um, goes pretty close I- here. So they're the three I'm looking to play.
0: He's the bet for mine Resortman in this race because he's a dead set 1,400 metre horse. Michael Lane's on fire at the moment. He They would have given, like, whatever he did in that, Winner bottom, which is just a, a bonus. I think you'll yeah. improve from that first up effort. I can't believe the price.
1: Yeah, so I've got him marked $14. Yeah. So, you know, basically half the price or so of, of what he currently is. So, yeah, there's a three. Um, that's not to say that the race ends there. It's Look, tempo is going to be pretty unpredictable. You know, it might go fast early, but I am expecting that speed. Mm. I mean, look, you know, Savage 2XL, Baby Paris, uh, they need to. Pull out something to be, you know, trying to tow them in towards Australia. Yeah. Put it that way.
0: I can't believe poor old Ollie. He desperately would want to ride a winner in his last race race meeting, but he's got a horse owned by his mum, part owned by his mum <laughs> and his wife. And <laughs> Sam Fabrizio keeps on drawing Barry number ten, or the outside gate, basically. Do you give him a hope in the second?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's one of those horses that just seems to need everything to go his own way. Um, and look, it's a pretty competitive field. So look, he's obviously a chance, but. I wouldn't be taking silly odds. I mean, he was obviously backed you know, as if he was unbeatable last start and ended up last. So um, I don't think he'll have to face as many challenges, but look, Ollie's got a great book, you know, Magnificent Andy in the eighth, uh, Divine Belief won well first up. Captain Pluto, I think is probably the best bet of his just purely on what it's produced so yeah. far and just seems to find a nice race. But younger lass is, you know, keeps jumping over every hurdle so far, this, this preparation. So, He's got a great book, Ollie, um, even, you know, writing one for his old mate, Roy Rogers, Big Butter Boom, which went well yes. first up. So I wouldn't discount him to have a, a really nice day. Um, pressure's on.
0: What's his best ride, Ollie, then?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm in the side with Captain Pluto in okay. rate five. I think yeah. at the price, that's just a better, um, better option than some of the others that will probably be yeah. pretty skinny. Um, Look, again, a race with pretty iffy speed, gate 11, he can just settle through a wide line and uh, just use the horse's momentum. The horse has been pretty unlucky both starts and Perth so far, Um, just drawing just awkward fields where there hasn't been much speed and finishing Mm. off well, but um, that horse has got a a good bank of figures for this.
0: I've got about a minute and a half, Pete, but I know why the handicapper, I know why he left Super Spink out because um, that race, the Sarserak Classic's a beauty now, Super Spink v. Younger Lass, (laughs) <laughs> yeah and rusty well,
1: dreams whispers from the morton camp is if a super smink doesn't get a start in the gold rush they're just going to scratch her um okay. so i'd just be wary taking early prices wait for final scratchings which is understandable they've, they've got bigger fish to fry they'll be looking at a Quacker slot yeah. um if she doesn't well either way so there's no point you know running her in a you yeah. know mares listed race they've got much bigger things on their mind
0: all right mate 20 seconds what other bets are you having there
1: uh, so outside of captain pluto i'll be going to race one on the card and i'll be yeah. having something on blue lagoon clint johnson porter back on um, that horse of a luckless last start in the guineas and that's the hottest form race in perth
0: blue lagoon we're getting three dollars forty there with bet three six five love your work mate we appreciate your time as always pete and um, enjoy damien oliver gold rush day
1: will do gareth go well